Hey guys, I'm Dominic Moyo, and I'm joined here today with Todd Kellum, Vice President of United Kennel Club, and we're going to talk about the UKC Pointing Dog Program. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Hey guys, I'm Dominic Moyo. I am the program manager for Hunt, Test, and Field Trials. And today I'm joined by Todd Kellum, the uh, vice president here at the United Kennel Club. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about our UKC pointing dog program. But, you know, we're sitting here in the studio and I'm just admiring some of the memorabilia we have on the shelves in here. I noticed that duck call and it reminded me about, uh, you've got a duck hunting trip coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, so... You know, I guess I guess that's part of the luxury of working with so closely with Hunting Retriever Club. Make a mm-hmm. lot of friends throughout the duck belt. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Monday, I try to get down there at least once, maybe two trips a year, go down south, and everything's closed up up here, right? Upland season's, deer season's over. So yep. uh, perfect time to go down south, see your friends down there in a duck blind. And, and you're going down to Arkansas? Looking, going to Arkansas, oh, yeah. Looking. That ought to be fun. Looking forward to it. Now, weather, it's it's heavily weather-related, right? And <clears throat> I don't know what to expect. They were froze up right there with that right before Christmas. But now, um, I heard it was 77 degrees down there yeah. the day before yesterday. I feel like everything froze when that one Arctic blast came through. Even in North Carolina, our swamps are freezing up. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to expect. But like we tell them, hey, we're coming from Michigan. You know, they say, well, I don't know if it's going to be a good trip or how many ducks we're going to have. We say, we're from Michigan. We don't have ducks. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what you have down there, it's going to be great. And it's more about going down to see, you know, friends that you've hunted with for a few years now. And that's the biggest part of the trip anyway. Yeah, for sure. On the same way, North Carolina, if it's if it's not a wood duck, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, what, that's what we got up here. But... You know, talking about dogs and and hunting and everything like that, uh, you've got you've got some pointers yourself, and you know we're going to talk about uh, you know the pointing dog program as UKC developed it. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you got into pointing dogs. Yeah. So first of all, before before we go there, I do want to say that I feel like we're a little bit behind on this podcast in that we've already done some things that were pointing dog related when we should have from the start set everybody up with what is UKC's history, right, with, with that. So sorry about that, but better late than never. We're going to catch you all up on what brought us up to this point. But, yeah, so we'll, let's talk about, we'll go back to 1988. That's when I started at United Kennel Club. Um, up to that point, I was raised in a flushing dog family. And mm-hmm. uh, dads and uncles that hunted mostly labs, some springers. Um, we had Plenty of pheasants back then. I could walk out the back door and shoot a pheasant. You know, it's not like that today. But as soon as I got on my own, of course, then I had to get into all the hunting dogs. So I got beagles. I got coon dogs. <laughs> Eventually, uh, it was about the time, I think it was 1988, when I started at UKC, I had a little American Brittany puppy. And ironically, she was out of a sire named Tominsky's crib, who was a multiple-time I don't, I don't want to say how many times because I, I, I forget. 
I'll get it wrong. But a multiple multiple time champion with Nastra. Hmm. So at the time, I'm like, I don't know anything about Nastra. I don't know anything about Tominsky's crib. Yeah. You know, and the way that things progressed is just, I go back and laugh about that because she made a great little dog. That was based, that was my introduction to pointing dogs. Hmm. But so that's 1988, and I'm starting at UKC, and I got brought in to start the Beagle program here. I was coon hunting also, so I worked in the coonhound um, programs. I was helping to start the Beagle program, uh, and that was that was going fine. But I can remember, even back then, uh, we would receive the field publication from American Field here at the office. Yep. Probably just a service between two different registries. We'd send them our magazines. They sent us theirs. But I'd read that thing cover to cover, and I'd never been to a field trial, a pointing dog field trial. Really. Um, but it was looking at, it was, you know, reading pedigrees and reading about those events and the horseback trials. And it's just something I followed it for all those years, you know, and to have it come full circle to where I'm actively involved in it now. Yeah. That's just, that's really odd. But uh, so from 88 till 97, uh, you know, I'm working primarily in Coonhound and Beagle stuff. By the mid-90s, I had two good department managers in place, Alan Gingrich and Todd Morgan. And they, were, they could do most, if not all, of the Coonhound Beagle stuff. That was when I think it really freed me up to go some different directions. And one of the directions, the one venue that UKC was not involved in at that time was Pointing Dogs. Uh, hunting Retriever Club was old and established, not old, but very well established by then. Mm-hmm. Coonhounds, Beagles, Retrievers. The one thing we lacked was pointing dogs. I think our first big break there was, I think, and it was about 97. It might have been 96, 95 when the talk, talking started, but there were two distinctly different groups in, the, in this country that were promoting French Britneys. And back then you didn't hear, I never even heard the term Epignol Breton yet, yeah. right? So we got approached by the two different French Brittany groups, and they were both looking for affiliation or parent club status because that breed is not recognized by AKC. So we talked to both groups, and we eventually settled on with one of the two in that at the time was the French Brittany Gun Dog Association, who later became CEB US. Mm-hmm. So, boy, that was that was the start of it. Um, I remember the first couple from that organization that I worked the most with that I want to give a shout out to was Bill and Kathy Dillon from South Dakota. They we worked we worked nonstop on trying to come up with a field trial format for. Um, what would become the UKC program. And you got to remember, it wasn't, it wasn't just a French Brittany program. This is an all-inclusive pointing dog program. So Bill and Kathy were very instrumental in helping me get that started. And then soon after that, and for many years following, um, there was a lot of people, a lot of people involved and a lot of people to thank, but one of which I've got to mention is Fred Overby from Georgia. I know you've heard the name. He's a past president of CEB. 
And Fred has done a lot of work and a lot of help and been a good friend. And um, so, yeah, that's what that's what got us launched. You know, it's uh, kind of unique in that it's very closely modeled off of the European format for what their pointing dog field trials are, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's an important point in that um, that's that is part of the well, that's part of the whole uh, European base, you know, uh, that Peñol Breton mm-hmm. being from France, they're closely. That's their heritage over there. So they wanted a program that mimicked it, and I understand that. And I can remember wanting to, when I was working with Bill and Kathy, I wanted to Americanize it a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, they convinced me, and they were right. And so it does closely resemble FCI-based field trials. Um, the terminology, I'm sure you've read through the rule book and thought, <laughs> yeah, some of that terminology is, you know, you need to – you need to read it twice. Yeah. And like and what's a barrage? <laughs> and get it figured out. But there were parts that we that we did slightly different. Um for instance, I, I love how at the lower introductory levels it's non-competitive. You know, you can earn a title by it's a pass fail format. And uh, you can earn your introductory titles that way. At the upper levels, it is more competitive. Um you know, dogs are placed and braced, and it's 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 a great program. I I love that about it. The new people there, you know, are, are welcomed, and everybody will help them. And well, you've been to some. Is that is that not what you yeah, saw? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also know some people that are, you know, they have pointed dogs for the past five, ten years or something, and they're looking for something to do a little bit more with them. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're looking into. There's these UKC pointing dog trials. I'm like, yeah, I know about those pretty pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so it's neat to have people that I'm, you know, friends with outside of the sports and outside of my job, saying that they're they're looking into that sport. And you know, like you said with the format, it's such a it's a neat format, and it's one that you know when you built the uh, shed dog program, you kind of took that idea yeah. and implemented it into shed dog as well. Um, you know, I don't even try saying eb because once i said it at a field trial and uh i forget who it was but she turned and looked at me and said you southerners hang on to your vowels way too much just say eb oh man the hard part <laughs> spelling it i always got to look it up when i'm trying yeah. to spell epeniel breton yeah but another interesting tie back to nastra is our first our first licensed event in the pointing ukc pointing dog program was through uh French Brittany Gun Dog Association, and it was held on the grounds at AMO, Indiana, that mm. is the NASTRA, home of NASTRA. That's awesome. The AMO Conservation Club there. So, yeah, I've been going, I've been going to that club since way back in uh, when we first started our, our pointing dog program. Yeah, it's, it's kind of neat to see how everything kind of interconnects, oh, and it's all, it's, it's, like they say, it's a small world, right? Yeah. It really is. So um, not we talked about it wasn't this program wasn't designed just for the French Brittany group. We did have some some other early fairly rare breeds, continental breeds that took part in it. The Portuguese pointers. We had a club up in the northeast. I remember that held several trials. They were they were doing good, but like any other small breed club, you know, a couple of key people pass away or or move on, and it just um, 
you know, it doesn't keep going like that. But yeah, we had the Portuguese pointers. We had the Irish red and white setters. They were very active. Uh, wire-haired vishalas were active. They were here in Michigan. Uh, so it has an appeal to, you know, the European base breeds and people. And Yeah. The neat part about it is it's, you know, it is a general sport and it's welcoming to, to all of those pointing breeds. Um, you know, one that cool things that we kind of get to experience now with the acquisition of American Field is kind of that overarching um, umbrella of what is American Field and being able to incorporate kind of what has been established with the UKC Pointing Dog program before that acquisition and and kind of use that to, to help everyone who's, who's Brings involved. up a point that's awkward for me now since the acquisition, and that is, you know, our, it, it always, what we have been doing has always been called just the UKC Pointing Dog Program without a more specific name than that. Mm -hmm. Well, now that we are American Field, I think it's awkward to say, oh, you got the U UKC Pointing Dog Program and you got the UKC American, American Field. Field. <laughs> no, it's, it's all under, it's all, it's all United Kennel Club now, so. I don't know. We're gonna think about that, aren't we? Yeah. Move going forward. We got. I'd like to have a, like to have a name that was a little more specific to our prior. Yeah. Program. Yeah. Because you know, there's that was a question I got asked a lot when the acquisition happened from people that run oh, yeah. in that in the program we're talking about here, um, saying, "Well, now that you guys have American Field, are you gonna do away with this program?" And you know, that would no, that'd, that'd be, be crazy. Yeah, that'd be so detrimental and. Um, it's they're they're so different in their own ways and they they provide their own benefit to the dogs and the people who participate in them um but you know we're kind of talking about the ukc specific pointing dog programs that we have now with american field and and the uh older pointing dog program but we also recognize and are affiliated with a bunch of different pointing dog uh organizations right. right yep so so from 97, uh, when we got started with our UKC program, um, till about 2009, we were clicking along, building on that, revising rules, getting new clubs. But it was about in 2009, I believe, when, oh, let, before I go into the order in which we got contacted, let's talk about what is an affiliate, first of all. Yeah. And by definition. So the affiliate groups that we work with are groups that, you know, they manage their own program. They do their own judges. They, they, they process their own reports, schedule their own events. The agreement between UKC and the affiliates is basically that we will recognize their titles um, on our pedigrees in exchange for their members registering their dogs. Yeah. So with that in mind, in 2009, we were, I think the first one we were approached by was UFTA, United Field Trialers Association. And... Um, Leyland Cox, I'll remember Leyland as being one of the ones who has helped me really at the time a lot, heavily promoting UKC and the UFTA relationship. Mm -hmm. um, went to a lot of their events, and it was a great group to get kicked off for us as, uh, as one of our affiliates. And also, too, and you and I have talked about this, they have pointing and flushing divisions. Yeah. So when we get asked from time to time about a flushing dog program, we do have affiliate affiliates that offer that. Yeah. UKC doesn't have a standalone spaniel program at this time, but or flushing dogs, but 
So that's that's good to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, that was so. And the thing about UFTA also is they're a tournament style, so they had, it was a different style than what we were already running at the time. And by tournament, I mean um, maybe smaller fields, uh, dogs running solo, uh, maybe with one handler or two. I think their doubles was a what meant that there was two shooters, two handlers hmm. uh, shooting in the field. So it was it was different dog. The event is timed, um, and there's a score based on time and shells fired, and it's a tournament. It's a tournament structure, which is very popular. People love it, you know. Yeah. Um, Sounds fast paced. Fast paced, yeah. And... Shooting and so went very well, and uh, that got us that got us into the affiliate structure, really. And from then on, other groups like UFTA that were not affiliated with a registry would approach us and say, you know, what about, how about we work together? So the next big one that came along was in 2012. And that's when we were approached by NASTRA, um, National Shoot to Retrieve Association. Mm -hmm. So that was a good one. Uh, and the thing I would, we need to say about NASTRA is, at one time, they were a huge part of American Field. Yeah. They had a huge presence in the Field magazine, lots of ads, all their events were in there. They were definitely under that American Field umbrella. Um, so I don't know. There's a little fallout there. Uh, NASA decides to go a different direction. They approach us, and we developed a partnership, and it's been a very good one. Uh, Butch Jackson, I remember Butch, he was the president at the time, and Scott Townsend was vice president. And a shout out to Scott, to Scott, he has been, he's been very instrumental all the way through, even after his, served his term there as an officer. So uh, Scott's been a lot of help to me in keeping that, that program up and running. Nastra was a little bit different than what I would call the tournament format. In that, you know, it's a more, it's a field trial format. They run braced competitions. They are unlike American field. Their, their events are scored, you know, so dogs are scored for fines, retrieves, ground coverage, obedience, backing. It's a scorecard format. Mm -hmm. But, um, so they're again a different slot, you know, everything, they all have their, they all have their place and people, people like one, for, one style or the other. Sure. But NASTRA, man, that's an old established organization. Like I said, they were involved in American Field forever. They, I think they date back to the 60s. Hmm. They have five championships, 1,000 events annually, 2,000 members maybe, last I remember, and lots of regions and lots of opportunity for, for people. Yeah. And uh, from, from what I've kind of understood from NASTRA, I haven't gotten the chance to see any of them, but it's well, that's, also— That's coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, you know, pretty similar to to actually hunting with the dogs too. Yeah, right? still shooting. Yeah, yeah. Um, dogs are steady, retrieved hand. Yeah, and and I think we've talked. Remember talking to Franklin Austin and some of those guys. And and that Nastra has been a starting point for a lot of people who evolve into the the, the other American field type formats. 
it's a it's a it's a great piece for introducing new people. They have a they have an introductory division within Nastra, so you're not competing against that seasoned guy that's won. Yeah, it was a that was a that was a great partnership and one that we're still working working on and moving along with. So uh you know we've talked about UFTA, Nastra. Um we also recognize BDC, right? Right. So that was I think 2015. Mm-hmm. Another tournament style format. Um also has pointing and flushing divisions. So opportunity there to a lot of different folks. Him with I don't know. You don't like to get pinned down, but it, What's the difference between BDC and UFTA? Hey, a lot of small things as far as the rules are concerned. But I think what you'll notice is maybe regional. You know, some mm. they get different strongholds in different regions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very similar. Again, a popular and growing segment. And without giving too much away, I think there's some big news on the horizon for BDC. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. You're, you're <laughs> gonna be. I think you're gonna be seeing it. I don't wanna. I don't wanna let the cat out of the bag there. But yeah, don't spoil. I'm excited. I'm excited about. It. I'm excited for them, and uh, you look for good things there. Alan, we both had Daltra Pathfinder twos now for a little while. What do you think about yours? I'm liking mine. One of the things I had the opportunity to now download a map of an area where I did not have service, and I've used it there, and it has worked flawlessly. I love it. Yeah, I love the crystal clear maps. I love that I never lose reception on my dog's collars anymore. Highly recommended by me as well. Dogtra Pathfinder 2, the official GPS collar partner of UKC. You know, we kind of went from those affiliated organizations and, and took a step further with American Field just recently here, what, about not quite a year and a half ago um, in that whole acquisition. So, you know, there's there's a lot of history behind American Field and probably so much so that we couldn't even hope to cover it in in this episode and probably would take a couple yeah. episodes to, to cover on oh. its own. No, but that's part of our goals, right? I mean, look what that look what we have to work with for upcoming podcasts. I mean, you start to dig into all their different, you know, groups and associations mm-hmm. within American Field, and we're going to have a lot of subject matter to go over on podcasts. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be well. And if, and the other thing is for you and I, it's a learning experience, right? We're yeah, and we've got some good guidance. Um, from within the sport and but yeah it's a learning learning experience for us absolutely um but yeah you had a you had bernie on last episode i think and i really enjoyed it i hope uh hope all the listeners get a chance to check that out so to tie all that together one of the things that we you know i know you've probably gotten asked i do on the road is uh you know are we going to what are we going to do with the brand Okay, and, and just to set everybody at ease, and I know we did this in the, during the announcement stage, but we're going to build on the American Field brand, Oh yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, that's 140 years of history, so that's something we're going to build on. 
And I would, I've already started the talks. We want to bring these other groups under that umbrella, right? The UKC Pointing Dog Program, which is going to get a new name, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, uh, yeah, all, all the affiliates and have them all in one publication and have all the titles on one pedigree. And we've just, we've, we've got a lot on our plate, but mm-hmm. it's something that we're going to accomplish. Um, it's neat to think that, it's neat to think that America Field, that, I believe they were incorporated in ni- 1864 and took a break for the Civil War? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Then by 74, they've started their registrations and their trials. But isn't that amazing to be That's a, tied to something with that? Yeah, oh, that, that kind of rich history? of a history. Yeah. And, you know, talking about bringing everything under the umbrella, you know, We've got some copies of the old Field magazine and seeing. I take all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we got an archive. You know, it'd be uh, bringing everything kind of under the same umbrella would bring that that publication back to what it was at its peak. I I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about the goals. Um, how about our travel goals? So last last year we got out to as, as some of the major. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we still cover, we still co- try to cover our affiliate um, championships, mm-hmm. but now with the addition of America Field, we had to get out to some of their major trials. I think for this coming year, we're going to try to hit a different schedule, so maybe see people for from different parts of the country. Yeah. Um, we got the breed associations in mm-hmm. America Field. I know you've been working closely with a couple of them. Yeah. So we want to get out to the you know, the specific breed trials and different regions and try and meet as many people as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course there's going to be some that regardless of the year or what region we're in, we'll probably still be attending like, you know, the national or, right. and having a presence of stuff like that. But the more we're able to um, attend field trials outside of what we already have, the more we're going to be able to reach new people get to meet a lot of uh, a lot of you guys who might be listening that we haven't met yet at yeah. an American Field event. Yep. So uh, you know, I'll, I keep getting invites from events we went to last year. Yeah, you guys got to come back. back. And, you know, as much as I would love to. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, trying to. <laughs> only X number of weekends you can we can be on the road, but. And there's only two of us. Yeah. So it's all, it's good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's kind of cool talking about all of that because, you know, like you said, the first uh, first UKC Pointing Dog event was almost 20 years ago. And, you know, we've gone over all these different affiliates that's come underneath the uh, the acquisition of American Field, all of this stuff in, in just two decades. And it's all this growth. And, you know, I know you were here when the acquisition happened and that was just a couple months before I came on board. But the, the way that that acquisition of American field really solidified what UKC is as far as, you know, performance dog registry. Yeah. And I mean, you think about that's a long way to come in 20 years. Oh yeah. And it's, it's really snowballed and it's, it's, uh, it's been a great trip. And especially for me, I mean, yeah, I, I coon hunt on Rambeagles back in the day, but eventually 
you know, I settled into a slot that is pointing dog related. Mm-hmm. You know, I got two English setters right now and that's about all I do anymore is upland hunt and, you know, band woodcock chicks in the spring. But yeah, so for me, it's been, it's been a great, a great 20 years. I've, I've loved working on the UKC pointing dog program. What's, and what's the next 20 years hold? I mean, Think about it. That's going to be your era. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a little I'm scary gonna pass it off. I'm going to pass it off to you here in a few years. And, um, but, yeah, thanks to, you know, to the French Britneys for getting us started. Mm-hmm. And uh, 20 years later, thanks to the American Field Group for helping us where we're at today. Yeah, all the and support. everything in between. Mm-hmm. It's uh because none of this would exist without the support of the people who run run in these events, That's the right. competitors. I mean, you can have a sport. Oh, and all the volunteers that give their time, you know, um, you know, we talked about the, the affiliates and we rely heavily on them to get their data to us so that we can process uh, their new champions and get their certificates out and get their dogs entered into our system. Well, that's... That's volunteer based for the most part. You got to remember. Yeah. So, yeah, there's we can do better on that at times, um, uh, but you got to remember that's it's a volunteer base and people have their their lives and so it's uh hey we got a we got a lot of work to do but yeah we've got makes the day go fast yeah <laughs> right we've got a great foundation underneath it yeah so much history and and uh, you know the right mindset to, to truly better breeds, better these dogs, better the sports. And, and it did fill that them. void. It was the one void. You know, we had a successful coon home beagle and retriever program and it was, it was obviously a void and uh, couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah. I couldn't agree more on that, but you know, I think we've just about covered everything as far as that history of, of, the pointing dog program is as it was established 20 years ago under yep. UKC, all the different affiliates, all of the, you know, the fun stuff that came along with American field and, uh, you know, kind of taking on this overarching theme of, of the pointing dog programs, as far as we recognize them. Uh, I don't, know if i have any more to add or any more to ask stay tuned for future podcasts right yeah yeah i'd love to see some episodes that kind of dive into some of the the points we talked about today and some of the those groups you got it well thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the podcast hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we've enjoyed talking about it thanks for listening to the ukc hunting ops podcast Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and to like and follow UKC Hunting Ops on Facebook and Instagram.